like, like something very strange. Do you want the ice cream beer again? No, I had the ice cream beer already. And I had That's the That's really like a sorbet beer. Yeah, it's all red one. Oh, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DMR Vegas Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, people. Live, live from the Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse here in Littleton or Centennial. I don't really know the difference. It's uh, I, definitely Littleton. This is Littleton, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the difference is that you're not from Littleton. these parts. Yeah, Adam, stay, stay up north, <laughs> I'm going to stay in Commerce City. More comfortable up there. Uh, we're live here, by the way, Breckenridge Brewery Farmhouse. They have incredible food here. Yeah. I would We've, say. I've been here like a, you know, a year ago or whatever it was the last time we came here. Then I came here this time, and I was like, I remember they had good food. Then I ordered it. Unbelievable. What'd you order? I well, it's called the special. It's oh, off menu. Is I was it? ridiculed for my my decision to there ask the chef. Okay. I asked the chef the to go and jelly, off menu it? for something. No, and it was absolutely fan- fantastic. I almost said fantabulous. Uh, we've been drinking beer. Guys. I had the fish and chips. It was on menu. It was also you great. You guys have been drinking beer? Is that what's happening? Bro, they came down here and they're like, you know what? They just want to, you know, they want to give you guys some food. They want to give you some beer. And then next thing you know, here it is Friday, and we've just been drinking all so day. So let me just yep. summarize what's about to happen to us. Kay. We have a very big matchup between Jokic and Embiid. Yep, that's, that's what the it. thumbnail is yep. talking all about. Yep. People are going to be deal. interested in this matchup. Yep. They're going to come and find us blathering drunk <laughs> at Breckenridge Brewery, making yep. no sense. All right, well, listen. Uh, if it's your first time here, we're very sorry. Uh, we're <laughs> sorry we won't see you again, but uh, just stick with us, please. I'll bet you there's the only people that are going to be upset about that, Eric, is people from Philadelphia. It's possible. You know, they're, they're upset they're about everything. They're like, I Adam. want the Denver perspective of yeah. this. I can't believe these guys are having fun. Yeah. That's probably what they'll say. I got the squad <laughs> with me over here. I got Brendan Vogt, who's trying to be serious. No, I just. Does anyone else feel like Adam's kind of yelling, or is that just my headphones? Live troubleshooting. I think that's kind of like yeah, that's kind of. Am I coming in hot there? No, you sound fine. I think. I think vote just might be right next to you. Is the thing. Yeah, I'm just a little sensitive. Hey everyone. And then over here, I got D-Line. Hey, like me, D-Line, you put on a little flannel to come to the farmhouse. That's right. That's right. This is uh, this is my new. This is the new me. I'm transitioning into a mountain man, and then a man (laughs) that lives in the mountains, and then a hermit, and then I'll never see you again. Uh, Let's go. I can't wait for it. My first car, 1984 Dodge Rampage, I called it the Hermit because it looked like a car you would Love live that. in if I, you were trying to escape society. I, if you if wow. you still got it around, I'll happily take a look. Hey, will you Google a 1984 Dodge Rampage <laughs> and with a camper van on the top? Over here, I got Harrison Wind. I will never wear a flannel on this show. You've said that multiple times. That was only once. Should we this is the second time I'm saying it. Well, you're from Boulder. Is that, I yeah. am. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we need to dig into this afterwards. But maybe I, don't. I, I, I don't want to wear one because I don't want to clash with, with you guys. Uh, I think that you <laughs> Only two flannels on the show at a time, <laughs> max. It's a, a great point. Despite the general vibe of the show and the intro part here, we actually do have a lot of stuff to talk about. All-Star Starters came out yesterday, guys. Not really too many surprises, although I would say one... You know how, like, you're prepared for something and then it happens and you're, like, surprised? And you're like, well, I was prepared for that. Why am I still surprised? Still happened. We're going to talk about that in the All-Star results. We're also going to talk about what's the perfect Jokic All-Star game, which is on the table. I'm so excited that Jokic might have a breakout All-Star year. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and tell you a preview. I might be predicting it. A <laughs> Jokic breakout all-star like, performance. Oh, oh, my God. Man. We do, we'll talk we do about this it every year. We, <laughs> yeah, but this year we're right about it, or I'm right about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the 76ers game. We're going to spend a lot of time on that. I mean, I'm telling you, man, I have not been nervous all year. I'm nervous now because of a big game coming up. And then later on in the show, we're going to be joined by a brewmaster himself who explains the new Mile High City uh, 
Golden Ale. Golden Ale, thank the you. Golden as, well, Ale. as well as give us a couple other different beers uh, here at, that you can yep. get at the farmhouse and nowhere else. He maybe already gave them to them, to us in your mouth <laughs> he might earlier. Have, he might have already done that. But we start today with our first story, not our top story, but our first story, which is the uh, All-Stars have been announced. Kale, if you find a graphic for those, I know the NBA put it out. You can post those on a, With the Western Conference, our guards are Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. No surprise. Uh, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson gets in. Zion Williamson. Um, he only played, what was it, 23 I, games or something like that? I'm partially culpable for this. I voted for him early on, and then he got hurt again. But I'd already voted. You're one of the voters? Oh, the fan vote. The oh, fan you're, vote, oh yeah. you're part of the fan vote. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, we're of all course. part of the fan of vote. Of course, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and, yeah, of course he wow. gets a fan vote. But in all sincerity... It is interesting whenever you look at the player rank, the fan rank, and the and the media rank. He, Zion, actually won the player rank. He got number three. Um, Jokic and LeBron went one, two. In fact, Jokic went number one, which is, we'll get to that here in a second. But Zion going three, he only went four in the fan vote. It is interesting to me because the guy that would go over him to me, correct me if I'm wrong, Wind, it would be DeMontis Sabonis. I don't know if it would be Lowry Markkinen based on how they fell off. But the only guy that I think you could look at and say, well, hey, he's had a better season is DeMontis Sabonis. But I'm not surprised he didn't get the nod. Yeah, I think it should have been Sabonis. A lot of people were trying to make the case for Anthony Davis. No, they were not. Yeah, a lot of people were. If you How? Because he's Anthony Davis. I don't know. Because when he's played, he's been good. He ha- yeah, that's but a great But he point. hasn't really played. Yeah. I think it should have been Sabonis. Um Zion's had a good year, but yeah, he's he's barely played. All-Star's always so funny because it's only half a season, you know? But for a lot of these guys, it's like a quarter of the season. Right. Because that's really all the games that have it's been true. played. It's, so it, it, it's just a funny thing to think about. But um, yeah, I would have gone Sabonis. Are you put off by this? I would have gone Sabonis as well, I think. First of all, I we've kind of touched on this in the show before. There's plenty to enjoy as a Nuggets fan about the way the Kings go about their business right now. Like if you had to find a Nuggets light, even more so than the kind of forced Houston connection, I, I really think it's Sacramento, Fox and Sabonis. Sabonis is a big part of what is right now the most prolific offense. And I think, you know, this Kings team has been not just a fun story, but a genuinely good team. And I thought that would have been a nice like, but, uh, to have a representative starting there. Plus, like Sabonis, has, Sabonis missed time at all? No. Right. Like, didn't we spend all the last three, two years saying the best ability is availability? Yeah. The only reason why Sabonis didn't get it is because of the fan vote. It turns out the best ability is getting into the paint. Turns out the great. best ability is winning the fan vote. Turns out the best ability <laughs> is, is shooting 90%. Sabonis was third in the media voting. So that's what have given him the third spot. And then he was fifth in the player voting. But then ninth in the fan voting, which is 50%. So that, that's why he missed out. I'm, I'm interested most in the players that have a wide discrepancy between the three heads, right? Like, you would think there's harmony. Like, if you look at Jokic, he came in first in the player ranking, first in the media ranking, second in the fan meeting, and then LeBron just invert those, right? And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Everybody seems to be in accord. But there's a few players, and Sabonis is one of those ones where he seems to be on a wide range of outcomes based on who it is you're asking. The media really loved him third. Players five, which is pretty high. Yeah. Here's the thing about Zion. Have we gone too far? This is a question I, I, I'm asking this sincerely. It sounds like I'm trolling. Have we gone too far and we're overthinking this? Zion is better than Sabonis. Well, the other thing, too, is it's 
an all-star exhibition game. And that's the, uh, but the, the problem is that it's, it's meaningless, but it's also meaningful. It's like yeah. uh, something that people use to say whether or not you're worthy of that's true. honor late in life. It's like if you made all-star games. It is very silly at this point. But I mean, yes, this is different because it's not an MVP. Like it's, it's like what there there is no real like rationale for what you think an All Star is. I, I think there should be though. It's like but who's there, the best players given and factoring in the amount of time they played. Right. It, this is sort of like saying like who does the NBA want the fans to see play? <laughs> who do the fans yeah. want to and, see play? Well, that honestly, one is. Zion is a better answer in this context than Sabonis. Yeah. But as far as who's earned it, I would say Sabonis. But let's yeah. go. This is the more interesting thing, and this is a Nugget show, and this is what people want to know. Jokic, number one in the player rank. What? LeBron James, number two in the player what? rank. Media, I'm not surprised. No, Jokic is, but let's be honest, guys. we got to call this a spade. He's won two MVPs. He's a media darling when it comes to, like, ap appreciating what he does. Now, it took a long time to get there, but now we're here. Number one in the player vote? But yep. the players, Eric, gave him number one over LeBron James. Oh, I'm smiling through it all. I can't believe this is my <laughs> life. Can you believe it? Holy smokes, dude. No one gives Jokic. I thought that was, like, the, the common refrain we'd hear any time we, like, asked players across the league if Jokic gets the respect. What do you make of this, though? I'm telling you, so it's 200, unreal, dude. 220 players voted Jokic number one, 193 voted LeBron number one. So it's close, but still. Giannis also got 220 from the players. So Jokic and Giannis were unanimous from the players. Wow. Not, it, that's not unanimous, though. It's not? No, I, I mean, I think there's like 400 players in the NBA, or around 400 I've got to think 220 is the unanimous if they both got it. Exactly. I don't know. Okay, but I do think I do think <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I, I do think the Jokic thing is changing. You know, and and also part of it is that the guard is changing in the NBA. I think the last cream of the crop class was a little slow to yeah. Jokic and really just the next wave in general. Maybe because there was a lot of international guys. Uh, that's debatable. But this new wave of players, I think. Like, if you're a young player in the league, Jokic has won the last two MVPs. Yeah, he's dope as and, hell. And you're not on Twitter as much as we are. And, like, that is, like, that stuff speaks for itself. And then, you know, the Larry Nance clip, I don't know if you guys have seen that, that's gone around from his one-player podcast interview where he called that second half in New Orleans the best performance he's ever seen, he's ever been on the court to see. And so, you know, I, I think as more guys like Nick Wright launch onto Jokic, to hate as a brand, you know what I mean? You're actually seeing more and more players of this next generation that are like, no argument for me. This guy is the man. Yeah, you're like, they're like, let me see who I want to align myself with. Right. Who do you like? Do, I know what it's like to guard this dude, and it's impossible. The other note that's interesting from here is that Aaron Gordon did get some votes. Um, he came in ninth in the media vote, which is the best he came in, which is pretty high. Uh, he came in 15th uh, in the fan vote. He got 243,000, which there were players below him. Thomas, mainly Lakers players and Warriors players, like Kevon Looney got more than him. <laughs> fan vote, I guess so we could throw stupid. out. But in the player ranking, he came in 17th, which is high, I guess. Yeah, I would think higher. Like, Christian Wood came in significantly higher than Aaron Gordon did. Steven Adams came in 10th in the player ranking. <laughs> Are we sure? No, I think Christian Wood did. Oh, Steven they Adams tied. is tied. Oh, yeah, they tied. Interesting. Mikhail Bridges, 12. Is Aaron Gordon, I mean, when this is, so you've looked at this, is Aaron Gordon getting snubbed a little here? Yeah, I, I just think 
because you just got to watch Aaron Gordon every night to really understand why he's been so good this year. Like, his stats don't pop off the page. If you but, just look at, like, yeah. league leaders and points, you know, if you, even if you look at, like, the Nugget stats, his numbers don't pop off the page. But you've really just got to watch him every single yeah. night to understand how good and how valuable he is. That's a great point. But don't, but, That's so but true. But this is the, really all we're talking about is the player. Like, the media not voting him. They only vote three players. So, of course, he didn't come in top three. That's not a surprise. But the fact that he didn't amongst the players, I don't know. To me, it's a little surprising. But I think that they probably value scoring. There's things that they like probably value that don't pop off the page. Players much. ahead of him, Rudy Gobert. But then maybe they look at him as like defensive stalwart. Do I, they? I, well, we you have to understand again, like our version of the world is quite warped. Like yeah. we see Nikola Jokic who just undresses Rudy Gobert every time they play, but not everybody sees Rudy Gobert. Oh no, I line. think players see Rudy Gobert as like this like why is he so respected defensively? But let me give you another name here, uh, Eric, that I'm kinda curious. He comes in well below Mikhail Bridges, who was twelfth. Aren't they the same type of player? Role high high value role players? And the, you're saying this is from the players, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then you wonder if, like, maybe AG sucks to play against. Maybe they don't yeah. like him. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean. I think it's just Mikhail Bridges made the finals two years ago. Could Aaron be. Gordon hasn't been yeah. past the second round in and, Denver. And listen, man, I think this is where you see things like all the little complaints we've had about the oversights from ownership and whomever about this team and how accessible it is between seeing them on TV just feeling them around Denver, murals, advertisements, whatever. Like the Denver Nuggets fan base is small. The ones who would be committed and go online and yeah, log but on. And but that's why I clarify that it's the players. Like they're, the no, players are not Denver No, no, Denver I, I understand. But what I'm saying is I'm thinking of the way that Wiggins got in. And oh, what yeah, I'm saying sure. is that if Gordon had the state of California. Wiggins got in because a K-pop star retweeted a tweet. <laughs> That's actually the only reason he got in. Hey, Serbia, Serbia did not come through for Aaron Gordon, man. I hate to say that it. That is true. But it's true, man. Um, I, I will say, you know who he tied? That, that's why he got in. <laughs> Do you know? It. Yeah, it's actually. They, you know who did you come through from? Colorado. Colorado did not come through from. Um, the, the, uh, Comcast. He's tied with Dylan Brooks. Which I feel like is Minnesota's Aaron Gordon. Uh, Whoa. Wow. Dylan Brooks is more. You mean Memphis, yeah? Or Memphis. What did I say? Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Dylan Brooks is just like more. Like, Aaron Gordon, to Wynn's point, has not been super visible outside of that soul acquiring dunk on Christmas. Like, he's not like yeah. popping off uh, online. He's like, Dylan Brooks has made himself very visible. Like, he's fighting with. Shannon Sharp. He's like, <laughs> like, like, Maybe that's he's why he's Le high in this vote. That's what I mean. Like he's saying LeBron is average. Like he's like he's advertising himself. Like, this is a great, great. And point. so like you just he, you're like yeah I guess like whatever. Like I mean you're not voting him in but you're like okay, whatever. Look Minnesota has really made a name for the part of me. Part of my Minnesota pushback because I'm not the biggest believer in. Or, I'm sorry Memphis. I'm like, not the biggest believer in this with such conviction. <laughs> I'm not the biggest believer in Memphis, but part of it is because I do feel like they just are like too. Uh, into their own marketing, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? I and I don't know this all if year, man. Like, are they overrated, or yes. are they? Or is it just like I'm counteracting no. the way they're trying to make themselves overrated? No, let me tell you, man. Like, the louder you start barking <clears throat> when you haven't accomplished anything, you're trying to scare people off. 
You're, it's like it's a weird tactic. I'm telling yeah. you, like, the Suns did this. Like when you start to puff your feathers up, as opposed to going in and just being like, all right, like let's let's fight. When you have to be like coming out, you have like a little dance every time. You do the points bet dance every time you come out. <laughs> you like, really hate these guys. I hate it, dude. I just I just, this, I just watched. I watched. I watched. The Suns do this last year, and it incensed me. And I'm like, you got to do something first. I think for the for the Grizzlies, it's just a team taking on the personality of their best player, and this is who this is who Ja is. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think I it, agree it's with that, that much easier for guys it's like it's Dylan and Bain yeah. to lean into it and all that. But I will like I don't know, man. If the Nuggets win with this version of Aaron Gordon, these scenarios for Aaron Gordon will be different for the rest of his career, in my opinion. Yeah. Totally. Right. Like yep. he'll he'll get the sort of winning stamp you give to like a Drew Holiday or a Wiggins if, if, last yeah. year. Yeah. If the Nuggets win the NBA championship this season, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon will probably be all stars next year. Yeah. yeah right. I would agree a thousand percent. This this always a one year wave. Totally. This. this is Monty Williams didn't get coach of the year until right, right. the next year when yeah. he didn't actually deserve it. Right. But you know what though? It does it's also proof that Jokic this year unanimous. Like everybody's on. There on is it. though one media person did not Man. vote Nicole Jokic as a starter. He got ninety-nine media votes. Yeah. Wow. Who do you think it is? Because you're giving. I need a list three of votes. voters. Give me a list and I'll tell you exactly who it is. But <laughs> I need a list. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think that? Do you think that guy? And we know media, like the, especially the type of media that vote on these types of things. They're a lot like. I mean, like they're more the Kisla mold, I would say, than than, than anything else. You, do you think that guy is like proud? Is he's it, like ah, he's like that Hall of Fame voter yeah. that left his ballot blank. Yeah, he's gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna oh, be totally just like no. I'll bet you it's someone who's like I'll bet nobody's voting it's for you. Definitely this year. somebody from totally. the New England area. It's, it's, okay, it's Howard Eskin, right? <laughs> That's Spike's dad. Does he vote? <laughs> I don't know if he has a vote or not. All right, let's take a break. There's more to break down in this All Star voting that I think oh, is interesting boy. as we get into some of the other names, including one, Joel Embiid. Oh. We'll do that in segment two. Guys, Bacchus and Shanker. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is yeah. here to help. Bacchus yeah. and Shanker yeah. wins for Colorado <laughs> families. Uh, they've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And the coolest part about Bacchus and Shanker, you don't pay anything until they win your case. Then you pay them oh, after yeah. they win your case. Then, then you give them some money. But they don't <laughs> charge any fees while they work on your case. You don't pay them until they win. Bacchus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients. They now serve all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Uh, they've got the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can yeah. even help you if you're injured at work. Uh, call us. 222-2222. Easiest number in the world. Yes. 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. And Just quickly, I, I just feel like... Uh, they're kind of, in a weird way, doing the Lord's work. Back is in shape. Are they? We spend all of our time watching television. We're presented with flow and cute little geckos and all of these. Man, this wildly, is a great take. All these wildly <laughs> expensive marketing campaigns that they pump millions yeah. and millions so and true. millions of dollars into. It's the only industry, the insurance industry, you are legally required to pay into. And then they spend all of their money on flow. And then when you actually need it, they don't pay out. You have to get a lawyer involved. So, good. Bacchus and Shaker should fight that. I can't stand that. My Amen. God. 
I Amen. love it. I Amen. love it. Guys, at Illegal Pete's, maybe uh, you have a New Year's resolution, like you want to eat better. Maybe you have a new diet. Well, Illegal Pete's has what you need. They have an endless amount of fresh ingredients that can fit almost any diet or dietary restriction. It's a no-brainer. Eat Pete's for the health of it. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. No happy hours for you this month. That's cool. Uh, they've got a lot of different options at all of their locations. Uh, check out Illegal Pete's. It's our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Yeah. We got one right by the office that we're always at. Again, happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day at all of their locations. Check out Illegal Pete's. What would you say you go there most for? For me, it's the buddies. It's the buddies for sure. Buddies. Okay, so. Burritos. Burritos, queso. beer. Well, it's burritos, Margaritas. buddies, and beer. I go for the buddies. Margaritas, maybe above <laughs> beer. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're back here, segment two, and now we're talking more about these all-star vote early returns. Um, if we go over to the Eastern Conference, which I thought had a more interesting uh, vote breakdown, uh, we go to the guards. Everything's kind of normal over here. You guys know Kyrie Irving. First of all, Kyrie Irving's an interesting one. Number one in the player rank. Number one. Is that crazy? He's a great player. He's also He's a like, hooper. He is... Uh, is he a, a player uh, representative? Yeah, he's like a <laughs> VP. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fan vote number one, media vote number four. He's like one of these guys that's a major outlier. Then Donovan Mitchell, two, two, and then one is the media. Media loved him a little bit more. I feel like there's no surprises there. Jalen Brown, James Harden, Tyrese uh, Halliburton yeah. all likely to get in. I mean, the East is on. just kind of exactly. weak in the guard. But area. That's, that's like right, that seems right. Like everybody that got voted a starter feels correct. I think, except for Zion Williamson. But I know like the Embiid thing is confusing, right? It is confusing. But now let's go to the front court where it gets really interesting. Giannis, by the players, was rated number one. By the fans, he was rated number one. By the media, he was rated number two. Which I feel like is the media just try the media really hates uh, players resting or missing games for whatever reason. They really, really miss that. Um, as, we, as evidenced by Jokic somehow becoming the face of load management. <laughs> you guys, we haven't even talked about this, but oh Richard God. Jefferson's Can we spend a rant, whole segment on that, uh, We could, but I'll just go really quickly. Richard Jefferson, I honestly believe this. Richard Jefferson, I think, has something about Jokic that he has, like, an agenda against. And I don't know if it's the LeBron, like, you know, he's a LeBron guy, so he's got to do the LeBron bidding or what have you. I, I don't, don't know, know if Jokic is. played a practical joke yeah, on did, him in the locker room yeah, in 2017. Did Jokic <laughs> put popcorn in his car? It could, it's possible. But Jokic he has doesn't played. like horses. I don't know. <laughs> do you guys know there's only one player in the NBA who's played more games than Nikola Jokic over the last five seasons? And then, by the way, if you shorten this is to two, Richard three, Jefferson? four, it's almost the same. Uh, no. Oh. It, do anybody know who it is? Yeah, I do. Um, Mikael Bridges. Really? Which makes sense because he went deeper in the playoffs, right? But even, but that's the only reason. Like, Jokic does not rest. He does not miss games. He does not, you know, whatever, knock on wood. And so the fact that he missed one game while dealing with a hamstring and then all of a sudden. On a back-to-back, -back, a ridiculous back-to-back -back while Je injured. Richard Jefferson almost cried. I'm telling you, Richard Je I give him this. I'm, and I'm going in on him. I should have tagged him if I was going to go in on him. I kind of feel bad for doing it. Maybe I'll tag him afterwards so he can clap back. He, like, gave a whole sob story about why load management is bad. And can I tell you something? Great. Great take. Couldn't agree. Yeah. Couldn't agree Load more. management sucks. But yes. for some reason, yeah, it was a Jokic take when he was like, Jokic just, why not play against uh, him? Like, yeah. why not do that? As if it was him. The guy who has least load managed over the last, oh. every his entire career. The guy, you mean the guy that literally walks around with open wounds on his arms <laughs> all the time? Look, man, 
And they have like sad, you know how like when you do a montage and you try, it's like a sad one, you put sad images of Jokic on the bench. <laughs> and like there's all these Richard sad B-roll. Yeah. He's in that he's, leather jacket, he was, turtleneck he, combo. Dude, that speech, honest to God, was like impassioned. It was, oh, when I was coming up, I'd <laughs> scrape together every penny to be able to sneak into the arena. Why did to he watch make that friend? speech like the day after That's, Jokic didn't play in that game? Why like, did he do that? Was he Wait, sitting on that speech for the on, whole season? Hold on, hold on a second. Is he not covering, is he not in Los Angeles? Are we not doing this with the Lakers and Anthony Davis and LeBron James? And oh, by the way, the Clippers, don't they have players that just don't play and nobody knows what's going on with them? It Jokic was interesting misses one game. timing, I will say. One game. Interesting timing for that sob what story. What is going on RJ stuff is, I, look, man, every every Denver take he's had has sounded a little bitter. And I maintain my my biggest theory is that he's probably the least respected veteran to come through there in the last five <laughs> years. Never hear one person compliment him. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> it's actually a great, this is a great take. You're right. I think Art, Richard Jefferson comes from, like, very fun teams. What does he say about the team, the Denver team he came to? They were quiet. quiet. Most were boring, boring team. I think he had the worst year of his life. I because think Richard no Jefferson. Because no one thought he was funny. <laughs> yeah. No one liked his jokes. I, Rich. I could relate. <laughs> he came into a group of guys that just weren't like into that shit, and he was like, "Man, I thought I was going to be Jared Dudley. Do this for nine years, yeah, or I'm yeah. just a Wiley vet." And he's like, up, "This like, is boring as hell." He's like, "Hey guys, you ever seen this?" Like, what? Like, I, I don't understand. The crazy thing is that he's literally Josh Kroenke's friend. They were having a great time. He was like, "I'm coming here to hang out with Josh," but then Josh was never around. Yeah, he's like, "Shit!" Or he like pops in. He's like, he's like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Josh said, "I could have as many." Of these three sons as I wanted, <laughs> and like nobody, everyone's like kind of weird to him about oh, it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, why did Richard get the number one parking spot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> him going after Jokic to me was so lame. And like, again, he has a good point. It's just, he has a great don't point. tell me it was accidental that he's, I just happened to bring it up this time. Like, right. I just happened to bring it up. Like, Jokic play versus Giannis. What are you doing resting? Oh my God, it was so annoying. So, so disingenuous. Yeah, and I don't mind telling him it yeah. was disingenuous. All right, anyway, Giannis gets number one. Uh, Kevin Durant gets number two. He got, by the way, the Kevin Durant media vote number four. Kind of interesting. Like he's missed time. He hasn't missed that much time. The media just doesn't like Brooklyn, and the, that's the, fine. The media also just counts. They they weigh players missing games more than everybody else. Yeah, like, except the, for Richard Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's part of the media. He, yeah, but he, he weighs it a lot. Um, yeah, and then you have Jason. Good. And then you have Jason Tatum, who has I know you're going to love this. The weirdest breakdown of all. Amongst players, he's fourth behind mm. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Amongst fans, he is fourth behind Joel Embiid. Yeah. Amongst media, though, he is number one. Number one ahead of Giannis. I'll tell you why. We were having an argument, by the way. I'm taking you behind the scenes. We were having an argument. Yeah. Uh, D-Lane That's was right. on the side of Jason Tatum here. We were trying mm. to say, yeah. this MFR, it's not that we think he sucks. Right. It's that somehow he leapfrogged Kevin Durant sure. and Giannis and Le Jokic and all these other guys. Mm -hmm. And this is the breakdown. Players are like, he's good, not oh, great. I and media is like, he's number a, a one. A moment to retort. Go ahead. We're just, I'm just explaining. Uh, what we were arguing about was that I said that you think that Brendan should go further in on his Tatum hate. I say, I think, I think we're at the right amount because at a certain point, we're going to be like, this guy sucks. And then we're like, oh, he's actually pretty good. He's just not as good as... You're worried about the consequences. Don't us, ever tell me us, about the consequences. Us, us, not so much. <laughs> I just us, think we're less worried. I don't, I don't have the blind hatred towards Boston that vote does. I, I didn't grow up in the, in the Northeast. 
I think uh, he's a little overrated. I don't feel like Boston gets as much shine up there as Vote does, but that's a New Jersey Boston. You did thing. actually. We did crack this code. You just you have a soft spot for for Boston. He likes that's Boston. all it is. He you knows. see the bias. You see the bullshit, and you're like, yeah, but you know what? I had a good time there. Well, if he wins MVP, I'll go nuclear. Nuclear. What What about if he just takes Joel Embiid's spot in the starting lineup? Fine. <laughs> Fine by me. They're a half game behind them in the standings, and everyone's like, well, it's because uh, Tatum's carried them through. No, he has not. He's I, been a good player I, on I, a great team. I agree. He's not, he's not as good as – he's just not as good as they want him to be, but he's still good. I, Is he he's better than Joel Embiid? Are you more afraid of him than, or Joel Embiid? Um, I am more afraid of Joel Embiid, for sure, yeah. Well, then you're on the side of everybody else besides the well, goddamn the media that stems from Boston. But and just, that's why. There's a disproportionate <laughs> amount of media that gets selected to vote on these things that live in the Boston area <laughs> slash work for the ringer. Can I say, can I, here's a quote. That's why he's number here's one. Here's a quote from uh, Daryl Morey. It's going to Daryl Morey, by the way, he's going to ruin me. I'm going to go to D-line side after this quote, on, I promise. I, I know, I know, but hang on. You're going to be surprised where I land on this. Joel Embiid completely hosed once again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, money went on specific, Morey went on specifically to point out the shameless Boston media being way <laughs> overrepresented. You know what? <laughs> He's right. Yeah, he, he is, is right. right. But He's the right. actual reason why Jason Tatum missed out was because um, he was fourth in the players. Embiid. <laughs> Embiid. He was third. Or, yeah, Embiid. He was actually fourth by the fans. Embiid was. Yeah, by the fans. So, actually, we should blame Philly. Not a very good fan base. Right. They well, should have had more fan votes. Well, maybe some of them were, attention. They were swung by Dr. J endorsing Jokic. You never know. You never know. Your mic is, is uh, messed up, Adam. Mine is? Can you not hear me? Oh, vote. Oh, votes, votes, man. Um, so, uh, all right. I, anyway, my point is, Joel Embiid is snubbed. I actually think he is number two in the MVP conversation right now behind Jokic. And by the way, absolutely. If Philadelphia wins on Saturday, and if Embiid outplays Jokic, to me, I think that that line should get way tighter. Does it erase everything that happened in the first forty-five games of the year? No, but I think that it's one of those ones where he's close enough that, to hey. me, this game carries See, a little bit of weight. I am nervous for this game. I've I've stated many times. I actually feel this way, but I'm finding myself getting swept up a little bit. I don't care if Jokic wins the MVP. Right. I already know how good of a player Jokic is. I feel like Jokic is getting a little bit of like early front runner stuff, like yeah. we saw with with Embiid last year. Um, and that people will get tired of it by the end. They want to like mix it up to make it more fun. So I don't like. I don't love that it's like oh, it's a landslide for for Jokic right now. Right. I think it could pretty easily flip uh, because it just like the public sentiment and all, sen sentiment in general. It just it, it blows like the wind, does it not? It does. But uh, the thing is, is, it's blown really hard against Embiid for some reason. But not in the la if you'll notice the last week or so, I'm starting to see like a lot of sympathetic Embiid posts. It's like, because Embiid should have been higher in this MVP ladder the yes. whole year. He's I don't, been amazing. Yeah, he he's, he's been, been great. Been I agree. I think he's number two also. Me too. And I think if the 76ers beat the Nuggets and Embiid definitely outplays Jokic, I think we're gonna hear that Joel Embiid should be the front runner. I think we're gonna get whiplash from how hard this like Jokic momentum gets Absolutely. pushed back. And Again, you know what? It's fine. He, he, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. Like, if he dominates Jokic, he, he should get that crown. I agree 100%. This is my whole thing with Jokic is people that try to go back the last two years and say, like, oh, what happened didn't really happen, I'm not for that. But people that are like, hey, now he's got to prove it, I'm with it. Like, now you do have your healthy roster. You do need to go out there and make these marquee games important. And by the way, they're important for both teams. This is a matchup between the second and the third best teams in the NBA. I think it's going to matter a lot. 
but I do too. think it's interesting that Joel Embiid is coming to this game with Dude, a I rightful, a righteous chip on his shoulder. A right, some righteous indignation. I love that there is a game that I am this hyped for yeah. this early in the year. This yeah. is this feels I'm like I'm hyped, man. But we, you've buried the lead, of course, that Joel Embiid appeared on the injury report today. <laughs> he is questionable for tomorrow. He'll be playing. Do you guys want to see? Hey, quick, quick injury report update. Michael Porter Jr. off the injury report. He's with the team. He's, He's with, with the, the team. team. Mike Singer reported. And Jokic is probable, which I would say is a probably a good sign this far. They put him on there because they got so much pushback for him resting that they want to be like, hey, just so you know, it's a real injury. That's why they did it. Let's take a break. On the other side, we've got a special guest from Breckenridge Brewery who I think is going to get us a little bit more drunk. Based on the beers that I've seen in front of me, I have a feeling we're going to be more drunk at the end of the next segment than we are at the start of it. Guys at DraftKings Sportsbook, take your shot at turning buckets into big cash with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. They're my go-to for hoops action. And after this read, I'm going to throw in a uh, DraftKings pick of the week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Looking for an even bigger payout, take a shot at our Friday night favorites. All you have to do is go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, place a select two-leg pregame money line. Is everything okay over there? No. Adam's having a making a disaster. Place a select two-leg pregame money line parlay. You'll get a 50% profit boost. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code DNVR. New customers bet $5 on the NBA. Get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And I am going to throw out a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And the line is not up for the game. You want to be like Dev or uh, the Bronco show earlier and anoint Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback? No, I was going to pick the Nuggets game tomorrow, but the line is not even out yet. It doesn't matter. Nuggets money line. (laughs) What do you think the line will be tomorrow? Um, I think it'll be uh, Philly Philly minus one. Minus maybe two or three. Yeah, I'll take Nuggets money line. So that's a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Guys at Pins and Aces. Uh, you can use the code DNVR to get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. Pinsandaces.com. They've got golf apparel. They've got polos, hats, golf bags. they got the beer sleeve that keeps seven beers cold inside your golf bag for the entire round. They are the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. Check out Pinsandaces.com. Use the code DNVR to get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. We back? Yep. Oh, Brendan Vaughn has changed dramatically. <laughs> he has. He's aged. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, guys, we are welcome now beard. by a very special guest from Breckenridge Brewery here to walk us through a couple of beers. It's my guy, Tebow. Tebow, thank you for joining yeah, us. Congrats hey, on that guys, it's also. a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah thanks, for, thanks for coming to uh, the farmhouse. Uh, of course. Yeah, I didn't have to travel very far, just across the parking lot. Heck yeah. yeah. We love it here. Always get interesting beers, great food. I, I love it here, too. <laughs> That's why you come every day. Tell us real quick what it is you do here with Breckenridge Brewery? <laughs> That's the question that a lot of people ask. I'm lucky enough, uh, this is my 27th year with Breckenridge Brewery. I was one of our very first sales reps, our marketing director for a long time. So uh, clearly I was able to kind of carve out what I want to do. So I do all the fun stuff in beer. So uh, I, I run all our concerts here on site, uh, oh, nice. all of our education, yeah. uh, community outreach, uh, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, anything that's really fun in beer, like sitting down with you guys, that's what I do. Yeah, nice. I, 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 I saw our man uh, in the parking lot, and I came up behind him. We met at the uh, 
beer reveal party. Right. right. Yep. And I was like, a couple Fridays ago. I was like, you're the vibe master, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah, he renamed me. He's I got the a new title. Yeah, yes. my title now is, uh, I, I call myself the culture czar, but vibe master. Culture, ma- culture czar, yeah. man. Yeah. We, we need like, a culture czar in the Very sophisticated. Oh, yeah. RK and I have fought about this bit of But I'm, I'm kind of digging vibe master, man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So or, Maybe I'll just be. We'll throw in groovy there somewhere. Oh, the I don't groovy know. Groovy vibe, yeah, <laughs> something like I'll that. I'll work on the uh, on the card right now. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. There is a concert stage here. What are what are the concerts like? What are these events like? We tell people all the time. There's like food down here. There's beer down here. But what else? Well, it's beer Disneyland, first of all. So yeah, a lot <laughs> a of stuff, stuff goes on. We've got the uh, in the beer garden. Uh, we have a permanent stage out there. So of course uh, on weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, uh, we usually have some kind of music going on there. And then we partner up with our good buddies over at KBCO Radio because we are the sponsors of, of Studio C. So we'll have some bigger well, shows. Well, country. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, uh, we'll uh, bring in a big old stage. <laughs> they, they do all kinds of music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm totally, I'm totally ignoring them. Like, okay, man. Parent, you're unplugged. Uh, <laughs> I was amazed to turn and see that Adam did not have a, a single grass uh, strand in his mouth when he said that. You said that, yeah, you said like, that confidently, though. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he totally did, isn't <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at him clearly. Clearly, he's now. Uh, but yeah, and we'll put, we'll put a big old stage in the uh, dock area and bring about uh, three, four thousand uh, folks on site uh, this last year. You know, we've had Nathaniel Rateliff and Night Sweats here. Well, that's uh, my favorite. Had, Michael Malone's uh, best friend. Yeah, there you go. Michael Malone <laughs> stole him from me, but yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a lot of other bands. Uh, I, the, the list is long, but uh, really awesome people. So. Uh, good friends of mine, Leftover Salmon, have played here before, and some Bluegrass, and, and, and uh, Cake has played here. I have some Leftover Salmon in the fridge. This I have, some, and I have <laughs> yeah. some Cake. Well, it is. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's all about food around here at the yeah, farmhouse. But no one but the Vibe Master understands this. If yeah. you listen, what Breck Brew is all about is making awesome culture. They make yeah. delicious beverages. They have incredible concerts. They pair with... Unbelievable local That's sports. A great <laughs> point. That's a great point. Is that you guys? That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was KBCO. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the country radio. music station. The country music yeah, station. Yeah, it's like this is why it's like such a perfect marriage between us and uh, Breck. Like we understand life is supposed to be fun at some point. I'm told. <laughs> yeah, you're almost at the well, one point, Eric. And it is all about partnerships and stuff like that. You're absolutely right. I like what we do, obviously, with the Denver Nuggets. With let's get to that beer, by the way. Yeah, uh, I'm not sir. trying to push you along, but. I'm a little bit thirsty. I've Are talked. Are you bored to, in the session? I've already talked too much uh, in between <laughs> beers. Is that what so, this one is? Um, yeah, the, the lighter one. City? We're going right. to try. So yeah. we know this one. We've been pushing it. We had a big party at the DMVR bar. But how did it come to be that you guys made a a, a Denver Nuggets themed uh, golden golden ale? <laughs> um, you know, so it's a, it's been a little bit of a process. We've worked uh, with the Denver Nuggets on a couple different things, partnering up on beers, and and so the last couple years we've had a. Um, um, I get confused. A golden, no, we did a copper, a, a lager. copper lager. Thank lager. you. Yeah, yes, and now we're a golden ale. So yes. the malt bill on this is just about the same, but we've changed up the yeast. Uh, so we're going more of a, an ale. So it, the uh, you have more of the esters, fruity esters of uh, the yeast, which gives it uh, a little bit more depth. Uh, so okay. it's a little bit more foreign. But don't let that scare you by any, any means. It's still a very poundable beer. And that's what Hell this, yeah. you know, still at 5.5% alcohol and, and nope. still uh, uh, good to drink. Why do you guys so. put this so far away from me? Yeah, well, no, yours is in front. Those are from oh, Brendan. Oh, I, yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't even see these bags. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, cheers, guys. Brendan, come right. here's, here's to country music. <laughs> to country cheers, music. guys. Uh, I almost spilled on your laptop. Would and that you be said a it's crushable, so we'll crush it. You did good on that. 
Uh, you redeemed oh, yourself, it. without oh. a doubt. Adam, holy smoke. <laughs> Dude, Adam went Dunkin' Uncle. I went, uh, I went Tiger Dunk on he's, this. I he's, took a little uh, sip. Yeah, he's got a frat party going on over here. I but, wanted, uh, that's all right. All right. So um, <laughs> I do like it. And then, of course, the can is like the coolest can that's ever the existed. The can's awesome. And we have, I don't know if you know this, Debo, but we have people. Shouts to the general, the gen. Uh, one of our first teamer, first team DMVR person, she bought an entire case of these and then turned the cans into like art. She well, made yeah. a candle out of one. She made like well, all this I kind mean, of stuff. It started as art. She just like That's loosely <laughs> adapted it. It's like a, it's like you took the Mona Lisa and then you put a candle inside. Did you hear of that, Jen? I am yeah, impressed. Exactly. Who's Eric? impressed? Not so not so much. Well, she hopefully. Just up tr- like, <laughs> yep. Well, Hope- look at, look, also, look at this. I, you know what? I feel. I, I meant to wear mine this morning, actually, and I was going to impress you, but now, then we would have matched. But uh, you know, not, we do have the flannel pressed. going on. I, I did listen More to earlier. So, yeah, it's a little <laughs> little fr- uh, flannel Friday going on here yeah. at the farmhouse. I don't, I don't see so, a yeah. single thing similar between the two of us. <laughs> All right, what's this <laughs> one we have twins. going on over here? This right, one so, looks a little more uh, grapefruit. Well, look. I had to pull out my notes here, and, okay. and a big shout out uh, to our brewers, uh, uh, Jimmy and Suzanne at the Brew Pub up in Breckenridge. Uh, they are listening. Uh, they even took a photo really? of uh, them on the TV there at the Hell brewery yeah. up in Breckenridge. And so this came down. We only have a keg of it down here. It's really? C- it's called a- Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Damn, I, was, I feel like we're already making good progress on that keg. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's only half a keg now. I'm with you. Uh, man, the aroma on it sure smells good. It's, uh, you know, certainly think ice cream in it your does. head. It does. But what, uh, and I had to write this all down because oh, no. Jimmy and Suzanne, yeah, I know, got, it got a little science y here, but uh, it's no, a, this it's, is like, this is way too good. It's, oh, I know. No, it's really it good. starts as a hazy it's IPA. Really and then uh, and with that hazy IPA, uh, they put Strata and Triumph hops in there. This is okay. the first I've had this, by the way. Okay. Added a little bit of lactose sugar uh, okay. or, you know, a little lactose. So you get a little bit of that sweetness. Um, and then they dry hopped it with another hop called Idaho 7. Wow. See, this is why I had to write this down. I can handle the old recipes, you right. know, from Mesopotamia 10,000 uh, 10, years ago. This got a little more complicated. <laughs> but uh, Let's hear about those next. And <laughs> that was just, uh, that was just uh, water uh, falling out of the sky into oh, a bucket well, of grain. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's, you said that, that like was an impressive that's thing to know. Yeah, no, it really isn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a mistake. Uh, but then we're not done with this beer. And then they aged this beer with uh, strawberries and vanilla beans. So it's a hazy IPA that meets uh, ice cream, 7.2% alcohol. So it's, oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Say, led with that. Really? Say, yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, I've already had one today. In all sincerity, this beer, like some beer, it tastes like beer, but it also tastes like dessert. Yeah. It's like, it's the smoothest beer I think I may have ever tasted. Pretty tasty, isn't it? Can Man, you only get this here at the farmhouse? So uh, they have some of this at the brew pub up in Breckenridge. That's where yeah. uh, Jimmy and Suzanne brewed it. And occasionally we're able to get a few kegs uh, down from the brew pub uh, and uh, we'll have uh, some. Uh, some beers uh, from the mountain come down. So it's uh, this is one of them. It's pretty tasty, isn't it? This one's super tasty. It's probably the easiest beer I've ever drank in my life. I, yeah. I can't believe this has 7.5 alcohol. I would have guessed it has like 1% alcohol. Yeah. It's basically Adam, an alcohol. By the way, Adam says that every 10th beer. He's like, the 11th beer, he's like, this is the easiest beer I've ever had in my entire <laughs> can t- life. Can I tell you something? It's the smoothest thing I've ever tasted. Is he just the, a the, cheap date? The 11th beer is always the easiest yes, one. It is. It, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, take notes, pins and aces. Seven, not enough. When you're, when you're bulletproof, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ten's, uh, ten's not enough and 11's way too many. Tell us real quick, are you a Denver sports fan? Uh, yeah, absolutely so. I, you know, I, I probably out of, I, I certainly follow all uh, Denver sports. I'm born and raised in uh, Denver. Uh, matter of fact, four generations. So pretty proud of that. 
but uh, I mostly, if I hung my hat on anything, I, I'm probably college football. Oh, and really? And I went to the University of Colorado. So, obviously, okay. there, there's a touch Go of buzz. A buzz going around uh, right now. So, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, things will be fantastic. Sorry to jump shows here, but, yeah, that's no, uh, kind of where my, my, I my hear day goes. just Denver sports in general. So, tell me, who are your all-time favorite Colorado sports athletes? Yeah. It could I, be CU. It could be Broncos. It could be anything. Yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, I think I could pick just about out of every team. Certainly, uh, with the Nuggets, I'm, I'm, and that's what I love about this old packaging. You know, a little Alex English, uh, oh, certain legendary. He was on the show last ba- week. Back in the old days and at the it's old Mick. Yeah, he didn't mention uh, Mick, Mick, No, I know. <laughs> yeah, he probably mentioned the other Tebow, but yeah. Uh, but, yeah <laughs> who tried to roll through town and ruin my brand. But uh, uh, but Alex English certainly, uh, you know, de- at the old days at the McNichol Sports Arena. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I love that there's nostalgia for that. I know. <laughs> for that ugly old a lot, a lot the only reason that we, there is now nostalgia is that because the Nuggets are good again. Yeah, right, yeah. If they so. sucked the whole time, we'd be like, get out of our lives, we lose. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. That was a heap of concrete over there. It but, was terrible. Uh, but now there's – because the Nuggets feel good to think about again. Well, and, and, and yeah, I love that old I, – I, a lot of t- – so I, when I was our marketing director, a lot of our packaging I worked in, not trying to go off on a tangent, but we love a, a lot of uh, timelessness in our packaging. Yep. Some people call it retro, but I call it timeless. And, and certainly uh, some of these older, uh, you know, much like we do with uh, uh, the, the, the Denver Broncos beer, the, uh, the Broncos country with that right. old logo. Uh, these are just cool logos that are, that are legacy in this city. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking to a brand designer. Like, the concept of timeless means that, it, you know, I, if you think about it, not everybody does, just... It doesn't go away. Not familiar. It's like, the, yeah, I know that, that. Things that are not timeless are like stupid fads, like pointy shoes that are cool. <laughs> right. You're like, yeah, okay, we'll, right, see right. You. Like, we'll never see you again. Things that uh, remain. Junior high, I was wearing corduroy uh, bell bottoms and stuff maybe, like that. And they come back. Everything comes back. Not around, as timeless yeah. as you think, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's cool. I love it. But I think Breckenridge Brewery does that well in all facets. They really get branding in this part of why they the brand is so great. much. The brand is so, is so great. It's a Colorado brand, which yeah. I love because yeah. I'm a Definitely a Colorado Colorado legacy. Colorado legacy and a success story out of Colorado. And a great little little farmhouse down here that has all kinds of different things, including the ice cream. What is it again? Ice cream? Ice cream man. Ice cream man. The ice cream man. You come in and say, I want to see the ice cream man. Compliments of Jimmy and and Suzanne at the Brew Pub and Direct. There you go. The type of thing you can only get here. Uh, Thank you so much, Tebow, for taking some time to talk beer with us. Anytime, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Wynn, take us to break. And on the other side, we're going to put some final thoughts on the 76ers Nuggets game. We'll see you on the other side. Guys, if you need tickets to concerts, shows, sporting events, check out the Game Time app. Uh, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat that you thought you never could, 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at concert, it's all possible with the Game Time app. Use our link in the description. It's on the YouTube description. It's on the megaphone on Spotify, the Apple Podcast description as well. If you love DN- DNVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying tickets through the link in our description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. That's with Game Time. Um, also, guys, Athletic Greens is a uh, product. 
is something I use every day in my life. It gets me off to a great start every morning. Uh, if you want better gut health, if you want more energy, if you want an optimized immune system, check out Athletic Greens because with one scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food oh, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. Works for every diet, every single lifestyle. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Man, does anyone else need a nap? So yeah. I feeling that creeping in. Yeah, that's called being I, If Daedra. I keep drinking these, I might just be able to power through, man. Guys, yeah. I'm Yeah, ready. that's that's how it works. That's There's been a, works. a story that's <laughs> dropped by my guy, Jake Fisher. I'm going to read it while you guys preview this uh, Nuggets uh, 76ers game. Go for it. Right. I've got a little Nuggets note in here. I'm going to try to get through it so I can All right. Why, when you want to take the wheel on this one? Oh, I'm reading it? Oh, whatever. No, no, no. You're talking about, talking about the, the 76ers Nuggets game. Honestly, okay. like, oh, here's yeah. the thing, fellas. Like, this game, every time they match up, I'm like, Yoke, you got to come through for me, yep. man. Like, hey, man, this is a big oh, one. Yeah. For me personally, this is like fans, yeah. players don't really get what it means to be a fan. And this is part of my thing about. They do, though. They were kids and they were fans. But they, I'm telling you, it gets like, it gets less. Oh, no, I understand. But they do know if they wanted to. They can remember. But what I'm saying is in moments like this, it's like, yeah, but this is why we stand. This is why we stand you so hard. Yeah. We do all this stuff. You've got to show the little bit of like, hey, you know it. You agree to it. And I think he does, by the way. This is like Yoke's come through for us a million times. But I'm saying tomorrow's game doesn't actually mean anything. Nugget 76ers, they could rest the team. Like it, if it's it was so funny, man. Like it, This is rivalry week, right? Yeah. The only reason the like Nuggets and 76ers are rivals, I feel like, is mainly because of Twitter. It is. <laughs> like, 100%. Twitter made this game happen on rivalry yes. week. That being said... I can't wait. Like, I can't freaking wait. wait for this game. I know. I haven't felt like this for a regular season game. I didn't feel like this for last year's Nugget 76ers game. Dude, it didn't feel quite like this. People, This is a new level, I feel like. People discount the weird fan thing as like, oh, that's not what this is about. That's all this is about. The sports are meaningless. They yeah. put a ball through a hoop. That doesn't mean anything. It's about the way that it makes you uh -uh. feel about your life. It's about, about the way it makes you feel about your friends. But... And it matters. The conversation with the 76ers, yep. that's what, this is what it's all about. You're supposed to get emotionally wrapped totally. up in something that doesn't mean anything yes. but means absolutely everything. And if Jokic doesn't come through for me, I'm going to jump into traffic. I don't care. I think It's over for me. You understand? I think sports mean almost too much. You know, like, they and, do. And like yeah. we, we, people are like, I hate that players are load managing. Well, you made the championship the only thing that matters, right? right? Like, you, yeah. you overvalued one part of the equation and undervalued the 99% that makes it up. But this is such a perfect encapsulation of the best of the 99%. This game doesn't mean shit. Nope. But it's it means everything. everything. <laughs> and this is why rivalries. <laughs> this is why rivalries matter. This is and why this they is, are our rivals. This is They're what? not even rivals, though. Is the thing. <laughs> but they are. But they, they are on They're Twitter. Our rivals. <laughs> yeah. Yoke's gonna sleep like a baby tonight. Like yeah. he'll, he'll be like, "Who do we play today? We got we have Orlando." Like, "Oh no, I got Philly." That's yeah, right. he's like not everybody's rival, but RG is he's my personal rival. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will tell you why I feel confident. Well, one of the reasons I feel confident in this matchup and that Jokic is gonna have a great game tomorrow. Kale, if you can bring up that that picture I sent you a second ago, um, Nicole Nicole Jokic made oh! a pit stop on oh! this road trip. He met up with his. 
guy. This Tim is this guy, Tetrick. Tim Tetrick. Tetrick. I mean, wait, wait, you mean our guy? Yeah. You're either Tim Tetrick or you're nothing. Yeah. You're Team Tetrick or you're nothing. I'm Team Tim. Team Tetrick. Tim Tetrick. Yo. Maybe the best harness racer in the history of harness racing. Nicole Jokic paid him a visit. This is just what we needed ahead of tomorrow, I feel like. Let me ask you a question. If you had to play a game at the YMCA tomorrow, Adam. Yeah. And Nikola Jokic showed up to wish you luck uh, before that game. Wouldn't yeah. be the greatest game this you've is ever like played? Jokic I'm throwing getting the worst blessed. passes yeah. you've ever seen this in your like life. This is like him getting blessed by the gods oh of harness God. racing before this big game. Dude, we've seen what this looks Jokic like. Jokic has New watched York. me play basketball before. Is that a good story? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's one. That's one more thing I have in common with Jokic. That's amazing. That, I love you that. You watch now. me play basketball? Why watch you shoot? That's different. That's different. I don't. I don't, I don't care enough to do the other one, so I'm going to count. That Did you try to show out for Jokic? What do you think? <laughs> what do you? Think? Wait, hold on, Harrison. Hold on, Harrison. If you were to take a guess, what would your guess be on the answer to that? I'm guessing you probably tried a Sombor shuffle. <laughs> I didn't. I should have tried a. I should have tried a Sombor You should have tried one, then pointed at him. <laughs> be like, yeah. Can I? Another. Go on. <laughs> oh man. No, uh, I, I I can't wait for this game. Like honestly, it, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I was this hyped I, for a regular season know, game. They, and this is what rivalries do, and it's okay for this game to matter. And here's the thing, it's not just a Twitter rivalry. It's not. And Jokic and Embiid are going to say some nice things too and about each other. Jokic already has. But what did they do the last time these two teams played? Embiid tried to win this that matchup. Not Absolutely, the, game, the matchup. He tried do we to want win to talk the about MVP. what Bone said? Yo, Jokic, hang on though. Embiid cares about this matchup. And this is the thing. It gets confused with, like, all oh, these players are buddy-buddy. You don't have to viscerally hate each other to treat each other like rivals on I the do. floor. You really don't. And so <laughs> I actually love that this has turned into a real rivalry. Yeah, and I agree. And also, like, the, the best player guards best player kind of Manu Imanu thing is a dying concept in the NBA anyway. Yeah. So I am all for pumping up an individual rivalry yeah. and matchup from two teams from other conferences whose paths rarely cross anyway. And let's say, no, man, let's make it about the two best bigs we've seen since Shaq, depending on how you feel about Giannis. Yeah. And here's the thing. Nuggets players care about this game. Yes, they do. And this matchup. We found this out. Probably more than Nikola Jokic. Like, no. He, Equally. I, he, I, he cares, man. I'm with Adam on this. I don't know. I don't know if I'm there. But I, we know the Nuggets team cares about this because we spoke to Bones Highland for a little bit yesterday, and he was telling us about, like, this game and looking ahead to it, and he was like, yeah, we want to win this for Yoke. No. Like, we want to win this to let everybody know that he's going to win three straight MVPs. Like, we want to win this for him. But the bigger story was he told the story last year where Bones Highland won that game yep. for the Nuggets by going off. Yep. And that later on, Bones went back to his hotel room with his homies hanging out. Because Philadelphia, very close to Wilmington, Delaware. That's yes. like as close to a home yes, game so as he's like get. hanging out with his guys. Here's a knock at the door. Goes to look, looks at the peephole, cannot see. The person on the other side is blocking the peephole. <laughs> That's oh. like a classic this is thing to do. If I, if I was like, how does Jokic knock on your totally. hotel door and be like, I bet he blocks the people. Oh, yeah. You don't know who it is, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Opens the door, Jokic is there. It's Nurkic. He's, he gives him a huge hug and says, thank you. Yeah. And then hangs out with his boys, takes pictures, like stuff that he would do with us like in, in, in a weird way. But like Bones 
Like, Jokic cared a lot. He made, yeah. like, a, a house call to say thank you and hugged him. Just yep. to show appreciation of, like, hey, way to step up, you know, Rook. That's really, really it's a, cool. It's an important game. It means something. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely there's no question about it. By they, the way, they care about this one. They really do. Too, too many technical difficulties on that pod, on, the, on that interview. We'll have him back on another time here before too long. But, um, but he had some good stories uh, to share. That one, Chief Among Them, about, yes. It was so cool. The entire team plays it down, but the entire team also knows that this is, hey, this is a big deal for the big fella. Right. He's always got our back. We, we got to have his, his back in this one. Yep. And you love to see it. I think it's great. Tomorrow, I'm nervous for it, but in the best type of way. Like, I, it's so great to have a team good enough to be nervous about. Totally. Absolutely. You know, what? You yeah. know how many games Houston Rockets fans are nervous about this year? Zero. There's zero like, games. You're like, do you think we can get uh, to the beer line before it gets full? <laughs> I'm nervous. But for but for tomorrow is like among the first games of the year. I don't remember the last one where I was like, man, this one means something. It means something, and I hope Jokic shows out. We always say the more he plays against a guy, the more he figures a guy out. He hasn't played against a mead that much. True. Played against him like five times this in his whole true. career. I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a big narrative builder, and not just a narrative builder. It is a huge test for the Denver Nuggets. Maybe the single biggest one of the entire year that it's like, hey, that's one of the top teams in the East. Let's show up. Sorry, do you see that comment? What did it say? When is the Buffs podcast going to start? <laughs> well, it's, it's, because, it's because we're all we're late. Up. Because, again, Kale. Oh, it's so Kale's true. It is, it is. <laughs> Hit that outro music. Let's get out of here. Oh, there is no outro music. All right, everybody, thank you so much for hanging with us the entire time. See you tomorrow, bright be, and early. Be sure to come check out the Breck Farmhouse. It's just like if you don't know about it, place to have dinner, place to have some beers. Uh, it's a really cool hangout. You can order the off the menu, You too. can order <laughs> off the menu. Some yeah. Making fun of me for being freaking awesome. I'm sorry I'm awesome. But also, like, during the summer, they have all kinds of events. It's a really cool campus they have here. Lots of cool stuff. We appreciate them. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll see you guys later. Let's go. Scope.